Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Good morning. Good morning, Faj. How are you today? You know, I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Good. I'm doing doing really well. I just have a... Uh, are you doing I, I, well? I am doing well. You look well. like you've got something on your mind, though. <laughs> well, I had it, you know, getting old. Uh, well, not that I'm old, but I'm getting I'm older and... I'm feeling that oh, are lately, you really? too. Yeah, don't say that now because, you know... I know, I'm, I'm not... twice your age, I'm not okay? like you old. <laughs> well, I'm not twice your age. I'm not twice your age, but... You're more than twice my age. No, I'm not. You're not. No, I'm not. No, and don't do it. Don't go you? there. Don't go there. So I was at, uh, I was meeting a friend of mine for a, a drink after work, and we went just stopped for a bar for an hour just to talk about some stuff, and uh, I ordered a Manhattan, and the bartender. More Manhattan. Yes, and the bartender. You're bar quite the lush these days. <laughs> <laughs> it's my drink of choice now. So um, bourbon Manhattan. And so the bartender was very impressive. And this is something I like about when you order a Manhattan. And Tim, my friend that was that met me there, he had a an old fashioned. So the bartender was really into because these are craft. These like, were kinda, like old world drinks. No, they're like craft drinks that that bar, a good bartender like really wants to make, like and and impress you kind of. You Not know? like my go to drink, which is often a <laughs> mojito that bartenders want to like smack you across smack the you head across with the, the head. muddler exactly, exactly. <laughs> they're like shit fresh yes. mint and and muddling <laughs> yeah it's like thanks a lot but no and in the bar it was it was four o'clock in the afternoon and the bar wasn't crowded so there was no stress you know on the bartender so then he puts a playlist on he, he, the song the music that was in the background stopped and he goes oh hold on i gotta restart my playlist and and the music was great it was all the stuff that i listened to and i swear to god this bartender he looked young he was definitely younger than us but he didn't look that much younger than us I like right? how you're saying than us as though you and your friend because i know who your friend is and he was he's younger than me he's, <laughs> that's not really an us in all that right situation. it's me all right he's younger than me but I didn't think it was by that much. I'm pretty sure the friend he was with is closer to my age than your. <laughs> he's closer to my age than your age. Uh, yes, that's true. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you're not. And if this, if explaining this story to me was going to make you feel better, <laughs> you're only going to come away feeling worse, Dad. I cannot predict what this episode is going to be because I am, I am, I am very depressed right now. But what, here's where I got really depressed because he puts the music on and I said, you know, I just want to tell you, that's great music too. I said, I'm, I'm really, really glad we came here, you know, learning about the drinks and, and the music and everything. <laughs> so the guy goes, oh, yeah, thank you, you know, and he says, how, how old are you? And I told him and then he says, oh, yeah, my mom's your age and my, <laughs> my dad is a year younger. <laughs> I got so that I was like, because you really? thought you were talking to a peer, I and you guys kind of had the same music taste. I, yeah, I kind of thought maybe he was ten years younger than me, but no, he wasn't. <laughs> you could be his dad. <laughs> He's like, you know, you would get along really well with my mom. Well, his dad, <laughs> dad. his dad is actually younger than me by no. a year. He said, "My mom is your age." I was like, "Oh God." <laughs> 
Well, I so. think it's a, a good thing, Dad, because you are young at heart. <laughs> There's something to be said for that. Thanks. I got over it. I mean, the, the, the Manhattan helped. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Well, so, I'm, I'm sorry, Dad, but it's, you know, it's, it's going to happen. It is going to happen. There will be a day. When, know, when, uh, a day what? 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 Where are you going with this? I just, I'm <laughs> saying that there's going to be a day when I'm having to have awful conversations like this too. You know, where somebody's like, "Oh, yeah," but when you have my... those days, I'm not going to be around. Well, I, I mean, I hope that you'll be around for at least some of them. <laughs> I hope so. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, this got very dark it very did. fast. It did. It this really is did. starting to feel like a little bit of a stressful situation, Dad. I know. Well, it was depressing. <laughs> I don't know about stressful. <laughs> The depressing situation. So, well, listeners, we got a little bit off topic here, but... Well, we didn't get off topic. We never got on the topic. We never got on topic. This train wasn't even on the rails, <laughs> let alone derailing. It didn't go off. We didn't get on yet. <laughs> so. Today, we are going to talk about something that I say this every week, that I think it's timely. <laughs> and you know why I think it's timely? Because it, we're deciding to talk about it. Because so we it's are timely. deciding to talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> So I think it's timely. If we decide, it is timely. Yeah. And yeah. if we think it's timely, it's usually because it's timely for us. That's correct. That's it. <laughs> so I guess I could stop qualifying every week with it's timely. But I think it's timely because life is stressful, man. It, it is. It can be. Life yeah. can be very stressful. Yeah. And this week, listeners, we are going to talk about over breakfast this morning, we started just kind of chatting about how can we prevent and manage the stress in our lives and how do we because there is a lot of stuff going on all the time this podcast though it's a stress reliever is also another thing that we have to do right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everybody is is juggling a lot of different things so how can we as as people as human beings that are well-rounded and have a lot of different facets to all of our lives whether it's family your professional career, maybe a side hustle that you have, friends, just trying to juggle it all, right? Trying to continue growth and learning. How can you manage everything without going absolutely bananas? So that's what we're going to talk about bananas today. Bananas with stress? I know. Bananas is a very positive thing for you. <laughs> you are, you're, you're practically a monkey. <laughs> and bananas right. actually are a stress-relieving food, are I've they been really? told. Yes. Oh. But how can you manage all of the things that you have to do without going absolutely crazy and without getting sick from stress? So that's what we're going to talk about today. All right, good. Well, I think the first thing we need to do is, and I don't mean a Webster definition, but I think we throw this word around, stress, it's stressful, this is stressful, this is this. Yeah, is I'm this. stressed out. I'm stressed out. But, I, you know, I really wonder, does anybody really know what the hell they're talking about? That's a good question. That might have been the right first question for us to ask. Mm -hmm. Dad, what is stress? Well, I don't know. <laughs> and I didn't look it up. And I'm not pulling the, you know, starting all this with the Webster definition of stress is because I don't really care what that is. <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't care what Miriam Webster says. We, we don't care. <laughs> for that. There's an older episode where uh, Christina... <laughs> Mrs. Merriam-Webster. It, it, it was a Miriam first name, Webster last name, so we won't go there. But or like listen back. Mrs. Merriam-Webster yeah. said. Yeah, it was a good topic, and you'll laugh at Christina. So yeah. anyway, but that's I think it's very important because what is stress? And, and we have some tips on how to manage it and things you can do to keep it under control and so on. But really... Do you really know whether you're stressed? 
or are you really nervous or are you just unhappy or are you disappointed you follow you know what i'm saying right so for example i'll just give you an example if i have a big meeting early in the morning i have to be up early i have like seven alarms set you know say like something important is going to happen and then i'm up and i'm it's three in the morning and i can't sleep it's two in the morning two in the morning three in the morning i can't sleep that's stress right Right. I mean, you're naturally stressed because now you're, you're stressed yeah. about the meeting already. And it keeps you So you've you got up. all these alarms set and then something but stops I... you from being able to sleep and now you're stressed about not sleeping. Okay. But am I stressed or am I nervous? Am I nervous? Am I nervous that I'm not going to be full of sleep and therefore I'm going to miss the alarm? Yeah. Now or you're am nervous. I... You're not going to be able to perform in the meeting because... But am I nervous or stressed? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so I think what happens is, you know, yes, we spiral. Your brain goes, I got to get to sleep. I got to get to sleep, which means you're never going to get to sleep. But is that stress or are you just making yourself more nervous about maybe that big meeting? Another thing could be, suppose you have a meeting with your boss. Are you nervous or are you stressed? Are you nervous about the meeting and then during the meeting, it will be a stressful situation? Why is it stressful? It's stressful because you may get asked questions that you're not prepared for, or you, you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. I think many of us confuse being anxious and nervous with stress. You know, if you're going to give a talk, people say, you know, I'm so nervous. Are you nervous or are you stressed? And so I think we have to, before we even talk about remedies, or what we could do about it, I think it's very important that people understand what it is that is causing the feelings that they're calling stress. So I just did a quick little (laughs) search here. I knew she would. Because I think it's interesting as you're saying all of this, sometimes you feel like they go hand in hand, right? Like Mm -hmm. nerves cause stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. So, you Mm -hmm. know, nerves, anxiety, stress, like what's the difference between all of that? I think is kind of interesting to dig into a little bit. And one of the things I'm reading here is that stress can come and go without cause. Okay. Is that, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like... But is just, that like having a panic attack? Well, I think that's more anxiety. Like anxiety okay. is a disorder. Mm-hmm. Nerves are normal. You feel nervous, right? Mm-hmm. Some people... I think some people nerves can kind of translate into anxiety because they're heightened and maybe, you know, you're mm-hmm. whatever, you're not as well equipped to deal with it. But stress is something like if you put what do they call it? Like if you're well, you pressing pull a, on something, you pull a rubber band, you're putting correct. stress on it. Correct. Right? That's not right. anxiety, that's not nervousness. You're, st- you're, you're stretching st- something. Right. Right. So here's here's where I'd like to go with this. And and then, you know, I know you, you can Google it and figure out whether I'm right or wrong. Anxiety, nervousness, pressure, having a, a big to-do list, right? All of those together cause stress. And too much stress can then break you because you have piled on worry, nervousness, anxiety, work responsibility responsibility so i think stress is and i'm i'm maybe totally wrong but this is just my mind stress is 
like almost a, a mathematical equation, which is the result of any number of factors that cause you to be nervous and anxious and have a lot to do and a lot of responsibility. You see what I'm saying? I think you're spot on. So I think part of it, as we're digging into this and thinking about how can we help to prevent stress right. and manage stress, a lot of it is recognizing what are all those factors that cause you anxiety, cause you worry, cause right. you to be nervous, and start to kind of keep those things in check yeah. to and manage your stress. Right. And here's where I'm going to... Easier gonna, said than done. And here's right? where I'm going to be the contrarian voice. So when people say... How do you manage stress? And please don't yell at me and you're going to say, well, I wanted to talk about some of these things. But let me guess, you're going to say don't exercise. Well, here's the thing. If you tell me, because <laughs> I hate exercise, <laughs> I have a lot to do. And you do too. We all do, right? We all have a million things to do. We do get nervous because we have meetings that we have to present and we're nervous and we're, we, we have different things to accomplish. So if you look at my my thought pattern it's like putting in you know things that make me nervous things that i have to do things that make me anxious things that again you throw on top of that that i can't sleep and then i have an early morning meeting like all the things that happen i have stress if you're going to say well the way to manage stress is to <laughs> exercise and i'm going to go god damn it i'm going to that's going to break me right it will break me and then other people you know meditate meditate if i'm sitting there meditating i'm going shit i got 14 things to do no the way to manage stress is to is prioritize. to prioritize <laughs> and god damn it get to work and do shit <laughs> sorry and i'm done <laughs> no but i that okay. well I was going to say take action, but Procra I guess, like no. Procrastination causes stress. <laughs> no, it 100% like, okay. does. And that's why I think so many of the topics that we've been talking about, even change management, all of that, a failure to plan for mm -hmm. any of these things can cause considerable stress. Yes. And there's a few things, right? I think as you're getting all fired up, and I don't disagree with I you. I will shut up now. And, and listen, <laughs> when I'm super, super stressed mm -hmm. out with work, what is one of the first things to go? which is counterintuitive because it's one of the things that clears my head. But if I am stressed out and I have something that's important that has to get done, the first thing to go is my like early morning Pilates if I need that time to yeah, do something. Yeah, you, because you got you to knuckle down and get that stuff right? done. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. I, can't, I can't go to Pilates to try and eliminate my stress if I'm going to then be in a worse place afterwards. Correct. So I agree with you there. But I think the first thing that you really have to do is really pay attention. And what I mean by that is you've got to pay attention to the situations that cause the anxiety, that cause the nerves. Pay attention to the people. Mm -hmm. There's certain people that you're probably spending time with that maybe it's challenging for you to be around or that you notice when you're with that person, your anxiety level rises. That's that's a great point. I didn't mean to stop you, but I think you're 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 right on. That paying attention, it's almost, remember the Eisenhower matrix? Mm -hmm. You can use the Eisenhower matrix to reduce your stress by saying, what the hell is really important? And then when you say, well, you know what? When I'm around Joe, I get a little bit more anxious. You know, think about that. Well, you know what? Screw that. Screw him and everything else he wants or whatever it is and put it aside. Right. You know, so and good. That, so that's one of the things I think if we start getting like hypersensitive and hyper aware, I think mm -hmm. is the better word 
to how we feel when we're in certain situations and put it, I always say this, put it on paper, but I feel like until you start to kind of like mm-hmm. document things, I agree. I agree. put it on paper, make yourself a note or there's journals that, you know, you can use that, you know, mm-hmm. I feel my best when, right? But if you start being hyper aware of what you do in a day mm-hmm. and how you feel when you're doing these things, you can start really understanding where the majority of your stressors come from. Right. And that can be, like I said, it can be a person that for whatever reason, when you're around this person, your stress and anxiety you feel levels, correct. you know, you're, you're nervous around this person or your anxiety is higher. Why is that? Is it is the person negative? Is it that the things like you mentioned a meeting with your boss? Is mm-hmm. it that you feel unprepared? Is it that you feel like you're not able to keep up with that person? Like, what is it if mm-hmm. it's a situation? And, and to identify it so you can put it in its correct box. Exactly. Right? Because if there's nothing you can do about it, like in other words, I just feel nervous when I'm with so-and-so, but there's nothing I could do about it. And the person is not hurting me or doing anything. It's just maybe their position power. You know, we can talk right. about all kinds of power that people have. They're not even exercising it. It's just that that's my boss. They could fire me. Right. So then you kind of say, it's out of my control. So forget about it. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the best I can. And that's it. You know, to your point. Yeah. But you have Or maybe to- there's something. Can you better prepare yourself before you are with that person? Or if it's somebody that is a friend. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you have friends in your lives that don't make you feel good. That yeah. for whatever reason, it could be family. How do you spend less time with that person? Or how do you right. make sure that you're spending time that you have a clear head with them so that they're not able to compound the already building right. and like then, tension yeah. and that then, causes your stress. That's a good point. And then to learn just to don't give them the emotional power that you're investing in them. Right. Yes, now, I think ahead. there's an adverse to that too. Yes. Just like you're hyper aware and sensitive to the things that are causing you stress mm-hmm. or causing the variables that kind of create stress, also be paying attention to what are the things you do and the people that you do them with? Who are you around and what are you doing when you feel most at ease, when you feel most yourself, and when you feel you have the lowest level of anxiety? Very good. Spend more time with those people or right. spend more time doing those things. And right. that may be when you find like reading is maybe a hobby of yours and something that you do where you just feel at peace. So that How could do you be... make sure that you have time for that in your schedule? So to stay with my analogy, I like that very much. So to stay with my analogy, if stress in our definition is the composite result of responsibility, things to do, anxiety, worry, you know, you follow, Mm -hmm. that's stressing that rubber band, you know, that's stretching it, then by doing some of these things that take your mind out of that and relax you, that even though nothing else is getting done but you're now doing something that took you out of that situation. And it is actually like a, like on a pressure cooker, it's the release valve, the relief valve, I should say. And it lets you feel less pressure and reorganize yourself. And that's where like, you have to have your priorities and you have to know the time and place for the things that are going to like, like you think about it, like a cup, like you said, you You've got things that fill and mm-hmm. you've got things that deplete yeah. and you've got to have a balance in the things that are filling yeah. and depleting right. because if you're doing all things that deplete, 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 that's where the stress builds and and you break, right? Right. Versus having like that 
natural tension and balance between the good and right. You know, and the th- yeah, good analogy is like you know, yes, you're working hard, you're working great, but you skip lunch. You didn't have breakfast. You skip lunch. You you're actually adding another physical element that needs to be satisfied. Right. And because unless now you you, can, you don't now you don't have the foundation to deal with. Right. Right. The situations right. that come at so you. So actually by stepping back and saying, yeah, I know I got a lot to do, but But I need 10 down. minutes to go get a sandwich. I need I need food. Right. right. So then it satisfies that and then you can move on. Very good. Yeah. So I, I just think of things like that. I mean, even spending time with family. I mean, for mm-hmm. us doing this on weekends, this is something that is a stress reliever. Yeah. But I feel so passionately about this because stress can cause huge huge problems like Mm -hmm. in ways that you don't even realize right i have and this was like a funny joke amongst friends Mm -hmm. and family and even some people at work but in 2018 i noticed like stress manifests itself in all kinds of ways in my life and it's not always like outwardly i'm a super positive person i think Mm -hmm. sometimes to a detriment that doesn't mean that like inside you always feel super positive right and I don't know, like 2018, the beginning of the year, Q4 to Q1, there's a lot of pressure, stress, and I notice things in life (laughs) during that period of time, let's call it six months, that come out, whether it's health stuff, whatever. In 2018, I literally had half of my left eyebrow vacate the premises. (laughs) It literally like, yeah, like a little by little, it was like New Year's Eve, I noticed getting ready. I was like... Where is is that a little hole in my eyebrow? <laughs> my eyebrow. And then like, you know, Sorry, a week later. Yeah. No, you can laugh. It was funny. <laughs> right. I mean, I was like doing, you know, missing persons ads, like, yeah. you know, and luckily like a little eyebrow pencil, I was able to like fill it in and, you know, nobody could really notice. But like for a little while I had not half an eyebrow, but I mean a good chunk of the front of my eyebrow was missing. Hmm. And the only thing I can correlate it to was a stress response. So I say that to say that like there are things that are happening to us, our bodies, whatever, mm-hmm. every single day mm-hmm. that if we don't get in tune with how to manage stress, you can end up with like a health emergency well, you that do. you don't yeah. realize. Yes. I you, mean, I'm you, lucky it was a, an eyebrow vacated no, no, for but, like but people six have, months. People have <laughs> but, serious health problems that result from, or, or even minor ones, but, but it does manifest itself somewhere. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I think of like when you had uh, rosacea on your face, that was a stress response to something else. But it's like these things happen. And uh, that was funny because, you know, it was like eyebrow there one minute, gone the next. But um, did it come back? It's back. Yeah. Okay, good. It's back. And I I mean, that's why, you know, I'm like trying to always manage my stress levels because I'd like to keep it (laughs) ideally. But I mean, these are the kind of things yeah, that can happen, you know, and I'm sure that there's times that that's more severe, you know. So anyway, I just feel passionate about this because I think there is a way for us to have not at all. Right. Because sometimes you have to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. But I think there are ways for us to to find some level of balance and, you know, have great personal lives and rewarding and fulfilling professional lives and also while managing all of that and finding ways to not completely go crazy. Right. That's very good. Well, and I think hobbies come into this, you know, so you, you say, well, it's something else to do. But, and I'm going to say that I, I've said this, I never said it on the podcast, but I'm just saying it, you know, you know this. So I've been in Rotary and the Rotary is a community organization. We raise funds and do 
community things. We're all volunteers and we give back to the community. And sometimes in our meetings, at least in the Wayne, New Jersey Rotary Club that I belong to for 34 years now, we meet every Wednesday, 12.15 to 1.30, and it's at a restaurant, and we have food. So now you know why I joined Rotary. Food. <laughs> um, but you don't have to go every week, too. So some of you listeners may be listening and going, wow, that's like pretty heavy. You don't have to go every week. But let's just say, you know, the, those are the meetings. And there were many times in my 34 years with Rotary that I was so pressured, stressed, whatever you want to call it, in the morning, and I would look at my watch and go, I don't know if I'm going to, I don't know if I can go, I don't know if I can go, and then I would, I would just decide to go. That meeting would, innumerable amount of times, would reorient my brain, and I would say, I'm so happy I went to that meeting. I came out of the meeting a different person, happier, more refreshed, kind of like on a hot day and, and I'm going to say it, jump in the pool or something like that and you cool off, right? <laughs> you don't know what uh, that... I have no idea what that means. You don't know what but, that feeling of refreshment right, feels like. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, in other words, by going there... Your analogy should have been on a hot day, curled up on the couch with, with the a air horror movie on and the, and the, movie. the air yeah. conditioning pumping and all the there shades drawn. I know, but I wanted real people <laughs> to understand what I was talking about. <laughs> But it would be like I would go there, you're meeting your your friends, you know, people you, you like to be around, have a nice meal, talk. We start talking about the fundraisers and what we're going to do. It took me out of my situations. And then when I left, I was just a new person and I could deal. I felt, you know, better about dealing it, dealing with things. And that's where hobbies come in. That's mm-hmm. where taking a break. And then that puts into perspective some of these other things you can do when people say, you know, meditate and whatever. And I know I made well, fun. Well, you have to find the things that are it, right for you. It that has to stuff be right. does help. Yes. And a lot of people, it's game changers. And I think sometimes the meditation and things like that, mindfulness is really helpful when you are in a stressful yes, situation. But, but there's, I liked where we were going before to say, if you can kind of get to the root cause that's my point and start to Correct. figure out if you can get to the root cause and start to figure out what are the things that ultimately happened that caused me to mm-hmm. feel this tension or stress then maybe you're in less situations where you need mindfulness or you need deep breathing exercises which i also think is highly beneficial they all work they right. all work and and they all have their place but if we can find ways and again this isn't easy right if if it was then we wouldn't all be under stress <laughs> right but it goes back to the first thing you say and that's why i think everything has to start from what you first said which was are you in control of everything that has to happen and what was the word you used i think you're pay attention for, pay attention thank you that's exactly it you without that you're just now piling on you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like so if you're out of control because that causes stress so if you're not paying attention and not in control that out of control means that everything you have to do is hitting you and you didn't realize it it's like getting hit from behind hit from the left hit from the right but if you know that something's behind you on the right you're not going to bump into it because you know it's coming, you know, right. so. Well, and, and that's where all of a sudden, like, if you're not hyper aware and paying attention to the things that cause you stress and the things that help you. So, mm-hmm. like, now you're hyper aware that Rotary Club is 
unless it can't be, it's a, it's a non-negotiable. Like, you mm-hmm. know, at, at all costs, you go to Rotary unless there's some major I try. priority I really that, yeah. that stands in the way. It's actually on my calendar, you right. know, every week to right. go. Right, like you block that. But I think that's where it's that hyper awareness is so important because if you're not careful, you could end up building all these other like just piling on your back all these other factors that you end up feeling guilt over. Oh, I didn't have an opportunity to journal this morning, so now my whole day is thrown off. Or, yeah. oh, I didn't do my, you know, calm app and my 15 minutes of Correct. mindfulness. Then you start building more stress more in stress. trying to like combat the stress. Correct. So I think all of those things are really good and they Beautiful. have their place if you're in a situation of severe anxiety and you need to find a way to calm yourself down. Mm-hmm. Deep breathing, mindfulness, all of it is wonderful. I think if we can find a way though to hit that root cause and figure out how do we how do we figure out how to do more of what we feel good doing, mm-hmm. less of what stresses us and just respond to situations differently will be much better for the what is it? Much better. <laughs> we'll be better off. <laughs> I don't, I don't know who she just became. She just <laughs> we'll be, became a, were you just possessed by somebody? <laughs> <laughs> no, but if we can figure out how to address the root cause and figure out why we feel this way, I think we'll be better for it right. in the long run. I agree. So another thing, Dad, I think is this sticking to a routine. And because I think with situations where everybody is different, but we are much less equipped to handle the stressors that come at us if we don't have like proper sleep we're not properly hydrated right and if we don't have a routine because again i think you've got to look at it as a means to how do you clear your mind of the things that are not necessary Mm -hmm. and if i find when i'm on a good routine i am able to handle everything that comes my way with much more ease Good point. than when your sleep schedule is inconsistent and you know your eating is inconsistent because then you've got a whole lot of things that you're thinking about all the time rather than kind of things operating as clockwork. It's, it's chaos and chaos exactly. is stressful, right? Yeah, chaos breeds stress. So good. kind of create order in your life and you'll help to limit good. stressors. This was good. Is that Very to say good. that we're done, Dad? No, I, I think uh, <laughs> he's, a, oh, he's done. He's like, how much more? How much more? Uh, <laughs> he's like, you don't really deal with stress much, do you? No, I'm a carrier. I cause stress in other people, but I don't have any myself. <laughs> <laughs> you always I mean, I, I feel like line. when I was okay. growing up, you now you're in a much better stress. I don't know if it's stress free or you've just mm-hmm. in your years of wisdom found better ways to deal with it. Like we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. But I do recall growing up, you carried a lot more tension. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. You weren't, you didn't have the just constant pleasant demeanor that, that you were <laughs> able to, uh, that you're able to exude today. <laughs> no, it, you know, it, it is hard, right? The kids are younger, business stresses, all that kind of stuff. It's hard. It can be hard. You have to have, be in control. Mm-hmm. So another thing that I think is important to talk about as we think about ways to limit and keep stress in check is to keep your thoughts in check. Mm -hmm. And this is something like, so we started talking about being like hyper aware of -hmm. what's going on around you. But I think this is another thing where, and like we've talked about this, it's being present and keep thoughts of what happened in the past, in the past, and keep the 
you know, thoughts about what's going to happen in the future, those kind of thoughts, thoughts in the past and thoughts in the future breed stress and anxiety. So I would say like if you can also remain focused on the present and start to take action in the present, that's a natural remedy for stress and anxiety relief. Yeah, it's true. It's true because we can't prevent. So some of you listening may be in difficult situations like lost a job or money is tight, you know, and worrying about whether you can pay the bills and or maybe you can't pay the mortgage or the rent or whatever. This is real stress. You know, this is the real deal. And so, you know, it's very easy to say, well, keep this in check and don't worry about it. Well, I've been there and it's it's very, very stressful and, and, you <laughs> and can't, worrisome. You can't not worry, And right? you can't <laughs> not worry. But worry just by itself doesn't solve the problem. But are you using that? And, you know, there's, there's a real reason for it in our minds and in our lives. And that's to help hopefully propel you to make a decision or multiple decisions. And some of them may not be pleasant. Maybe you have to sell the house to pay the bills, or maybe you have to move, or maybe you have to take a job that you didn't want to take in order to get some money. I We get all that. I get all that. And I've, you know, I've been there. It's just that it's not going to help if you have a mental breakdown and then can't get that other job or move or make the decisions to deal with it. You know what I mean? So I think that's where, you know, we, that, we're realistic about this. It is. And I, I think that's where it's just it's a attitude shift and a mindset shift to say, move your thoughts away from if I hadn't done that or what might happen if or what's going to happen. Move the the whole just narrative away from that to what can I do? What will I you know do? What? Great analogy. Just hit me. GPS. When you're when you're navigating somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And you make a wrong turn. Oh, it just redirects. It it doesn't say, "Hey, moron, <laughs> go back to Thanks to your lot. house. Go back to your house and start over again and do it right, you jackass." No, uh, no, that's what mom is saying that's in the right. passenger seat to you yes. as you miss the turn. <laughs> but a GPS, what does it do? It kind of shows you. Well, you should have been over here, but it, it goes here and then it quickly redirects and it just says. You know, now go up and maybe two blocks, make a right. You got it? Mm-hmm. Well, and 90% of the time, I won't say all the time, but 90% <laughs> yeah. of the time, you're like, oh, it's only a minute different. Or yeah, exactly. it's third, you know, oh, it really didn't, really didn't impact yeah. the time to the, to the end destination a whole lot. Correct. Correct. So what you realize is sometimes the direction is different, but beating yourself up over a missed route or a missed turn, that's right. life. Right. And you always pick up from where you are not mm-hmm. where you were. And that's that is a big key. It's from where you are now. Even if you fell backwards, even if you accidentally turned around and went back, you start from wherever you are. You know? And so it just hit me. I don't know. No, I like that. And I I think it's really true like uh, this is like a very cliché saying, but I really think it's true. You cannot be feeling grateful and stressed at the same time. Mm-hmm. So if you focus on what you do have and you focus on right. the positive and you Correct. start thinking about those things, you can't feel you you can't feel both emotions at the exact same time. Right. So right. if you kind of like that's where I just think if you shift your mindset and you start thinking about what can I do or what do I have, 
What do I have from which I can now right. move to what get do what I, have I wanted that or now whatever? I can build from. Yes. So I, I just think those things are really important yeah, because very good. You know, and, and then are. you help if you're somebody that is able to focus on the positive and to really look for the opportunity in these things, you also become somebody that's a haven for stress relief for somebody for else. For somebody else, yeah. Because wouldn't you rather be the person, you know, when other people are doing their mental audit of who are the people that feed me or drain me, wouldn't you rather be on the list of the people that they enjoy being around or yeah, that kind absolutely. of increase their right. dopamine versus the cortisol levels that, mm-hmm. you know, cause stress? That's kind of, I think about try and be a person that eliminates anxiety and stress in other people so too. I, so I should stop being the carrier of stress and just <laughs> <laughs> try to help people instead of <laughs> handing them my stress. <laughs> yeah, stop stop burdening everybody. Right, stop I'll saddling try. everyone up like a donkey uh, with all your stress, all right. Dad. <laughs> well, and I think, uh, you know, that's another thing is it brings you to thinking about social media. Okay. Why are you saying okay like that? You want me, he wants me to wrap this up, guys. No, How many I'm minutes saying, are we at? Jim is still walking. What are we at now? He's 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 now walking. For, it's been forty minutes. So okay, Jim, been. we're gonna keep this going here because <laughs> jo- listen to our previous episode. And you'll meet Jim. Who, <laughs> Listener uh, Jim, who he yeah. walks for as long as we talk. Yeah, so we're gonna he, keep this going. He doesn't here. get anything out of the topic, but he uses it to exercise too. So. <laughs> But I think another thing, guys, is sometimes like when you're stressed out, the natural response is to pick your pick up your phone and start scrolling, trying to eliminate. I have tried to spend way less time on social media. So apologies in advance if I miss a birthday or an anniversary or a picture of your adorable child. Love them all. And I would put hearts all over all of them. I'm just spending less time on social media because... But you should have been promoting our podcast more often too. So. Well, apologies if I missed a promotion. <laughs> Mental health is most important. No, but there are certain social media that like you've got to lean into for your business or whatever. I know, I'm just kidding. But my point is that scrolling aimlessly, if it's not purposeful, right? Scrolling aimlessly on Instagram or Facebook, that is something that actually causes more stressors it creates it it increases like the stress hormones for some reason no i know why because it's it's kind of mindless and you can do that for 10 15 20 minutes and you didn't even know 10 15 you or 20 minutes went by. and then you kind of look at your watch and go oh my god what, what did i just do you know unless somebody called you or you, you know or something in, in between Right. So I would challenge as you're trying to alleviate stress and anxiety and all of that in your life, try and put social media in a box and Mm -hmm. give it a certain amount of time, you know, or eliminate it where you can, because very rarely does it end up being a thing that contributes to you being more at ease and more relaxed. Probably you finish scrolling and you're frustrated because you know, somebody shared some kind of political article that fired you up or, <laughs> Now you're getting you know, more angry, which you, is adding yeah, to it. Yeah, or you're trying, you know, you, you try not to watch the evening news, but you've got, you know, a thousand newscasters on your social feed mm-hmm. that are forcing you to look yeah, at it. feeding you. Yeah. You know, or you see things, you know, it's just, there's, there's so much that bombards no, like just the mental activity that can really create a stressful environment for mm-hmm. you as well. So. Good. Very good. Yeah. Very good, Dad. Good. So can we wrap this up now? 
I suppose so. Okay. God, he really wants me to go home. He wants this to end, and he wants me to be on my way. Am I? No. Am I causing stress in your no, world? No, you Dad? are not. I just want to make sure that we hit the high points. <laughs> All right. Well, I think the high points have been hit. Okay. Listen to her. listeners. I think we're wrapping this up, but he just is <laughs> continuing to stare at me. <laughs> I'm not sure. Do you want me to make you a Manhattan? What are, what are you waiting for That's over what here? I was waiting for. I was like <laughs> 40 minutes into it. Oh, man, Dad, what am I going to do with you? Unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, listeners, if you like what you heard, please hit the subscribe button so that you keep getting updates from us when we mm-hmm. release new episodes. Share with a friend. Leave us a review. And we will be here next week. And we hope to see you, too. Wherever you are, whatever your story Thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world. I really like this episode, and I really like where you went with it. So, and I, I wasn't will, sure I, for a minute there. And as soon as I hang up, I'm, as going, I was getting I'm blank going back stares. on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Have a great week.